What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Tune Out and Tap In. It's your host, Leah Marie. And as a reminder, here on this podcast, we offer a safe space for all guests and listeners to tune out all of the noise from the world and society and how they told you you should act and who they told you you should be and tap in to your truest and most authentic self. That being said, I have a few questions for y'all listening today. Do you make decisions and sometimes regret them? Think about it. Do these decisions make you feel shameful? Do you sometimes feel guilty because of the story you've created in your head that basically tells you, oh, I shouldn't have done this or I should have done that? Well, if you answer yes to any of these questions, I highly recommend that you stick around because this episode is made specifically for you And I got some news, baby. You have been disrespecting the divine. Oh, the birdies. Did y'all hear that? It is 6.38 a.m. on this good old Thursday, September 10th. How's everybody feeling today? Because your girl is in a very good mood. And honestly, I'm trying to empower my people today. Well, let's be real. I'm always trying to empower my people. But especially today. So I hope y'all came ready to be elevated. Because I'm finna lift you up. And I don't normally like making promises. But I can guarantee you that I'm going to leave you better than I found you. On today's show, we finna be tuning out specifically self-doubt, aka uncertainty, also disguised as guilt and shame, and we finna be tapping in to the sovereign divine being that resides within us all. (laughs) Snap into that, y'all. Oh, here on this podcast, too, we don't clap, we snap If we hear something that we really resonate with, you know what I'm saying? I like to just snap because it's a little more classy and I'm far from bougie, but sometimes I like to pretend that I am just like I like to pretend that I'm good at making country accents. All right, now, (laughs) is anybody else tired of that stupid ass voice in the back of your motherfucking head that likes to just doubt and guilt and shame and question the decisions that we make. Now, granted, I've noticed that usually when I hear this very annoying voice, it's after I've made a decision that resulted in an outcome that I didn't necessarily expect or quite frankly, just didn't like. Seriously, not a vibe at all. So with that being said, let's dive right on into these waters. Because I'm trying to go a little deep, y'all. Like, I'm trying to go under the sea so that y'all can see. Seriously, let's get to the root so that we can boot this behavior that no longer serves us. So, where does the self-doubt originate from? And obviously, we're all going to have experiences that are unique to us as individuals. But there is several things we have in common And the main one I want to start with is separation. And I mean the divide 
that has caused us to pick sides. Now let's think about it. As a child, from the ages one through seven, we are probably the most susceptible to our environment and what we're taking in is having an effect on our self-identity. And when it comes to separation and choosing sides, I'm speaking in basics of good and bad, right and wrong, winning and losing. These are some of the first stories that are told to us, even shown to us. Just think about the reward system in the sense of whenever we did something as a child that was deemed good by our parents or that made them tell us we're a good child, we were rewarded of some kind, even if it was just with an acknowledgement of being told that we're a good child. And then think about when we did something that our parents perceived as bad. Some of us were scolded, yelled at. Others were even whooped for misbehaving with heavy quotations on that. And it's like, when I think about the reward system that most of us went through, I think of it as like a dog and how you train a dog to listen to you. It's like when a dog does something good, you give them a treat. And when it does something bad, you scold it so that you can teach it to basically do as you say, which for a dog is heaven because their whole fucking agenda is about pleasing their master. But we're fucking humans. We didn't come here to please any damn buddy, parents included. So that is the beginning of the divide, of the separation, of having to pick a side and being shown that quote-unquote good and right are things that we should strive to be always because when we do, we're rewarded. And when we don't, we're reprimanded. So we go off to school and we experience it more there with our teachers and the fact that we have report cards. We can get good grades or we can get bad grades. And I guess they have some neutrality because you can get even grades. You can get C's and shit. But let's be real. If you're not getting good grades, then nine times out of ten, you didn't get that same reaction from your parents or from your teachers. You see, this whole train-a-dog reward mentality might have served a purpose back in the day. But this way of viewing life no longer serves us. We have learned the lessons necessary to learn within that realm. And it's time to let that go. Because here's the catch-22 with picking a side and separation. If you always hold one side as greater than the other, your inner peace will always be affected because when you're not at that level that you hold to a higher standard, you will consider yourself as less as, and you will start to doubt yourself, and you will start to be uncertain. That's when the guilt and shame come into play, and it's crazy because we start doing it to ourselves. We start holding ourselves to a higher standard, which is not a problem. To some extent, we should hold ourselves accountable, but it's all about in the way we choose to do this. The reward and reprimand technique does nothing but turn us into, like dogs, 
people pleasers. And let me repeat myself just in case y'all didn't hear me. We did not come here to please any damn buddy. Like I said, everyone's journey is different. And some of us probably skip the people pleaser stage. We might not get to that, but I can tell you what we do get to, the comparison where we start to compare ourselves, our whole being, our journey and our experience to somebody else's journey and what they got going on. When it was never meant for us to be like anybody but ourselves. It was never meant for us to go through the same things that other people go through in the way that they go through them. Our journey was divinely created, unique to us. And it's like, because of the childhood hierarchy with picking a side, one being better than the other, we start to place a hierarchy in other aspects of our life, placing people on pedestals and lowering our self-worth as a result. We look at people and say, oh, I want to be where they're at. Like, I'm behind in life. I should be there. I should be doing this. I should be doing that. I shouldn't be doing this. Let me tell y'all, if there is one word that needs to leave the vocabulary, it's should. To use the word should or shouldn't is to disrespect the divine. And like I said in the beginning of this video, to doubt yourself is to disrespect the divine. And the reason why I said that is because every decision that you make, every path that you take, you are being divinely guided by source. All of your moves are coming through source through you. So to doubt yourself is to doubt source and to doubt the God within you because you are divine. I know it's hard to process this, at least for a lot of you, for the simple fact that we were brought up in a way that taught us we were only aligned or in good standing when we produced good behavior or did the right thing according to somebody else's expectations of what right is. Because at the end of the day, good and bad, right and wrong is all subjective. So I understand how difficult it could be to really deprogram yourself from that way of thinking. Going from celebrating all your goods and your rights and your wins to celebrating everything that is a part of your experience. Everything should be celebrated. It all just is. It all has a neutral frequency until we give it its charge. And since we have the choice to do that, why wouldn't we celebrate both aspects, the parts that feel good and the parts that don't feel good? Because all of it is divine. If it wasn't divine, it wouldn't be happening. And that can also be hard for some people to grasp based on this idea of perfectionism and what that is supposed to look like when in reality, we are perfect exactly the way we are. We are whole, we are complete. We are aligned on time with the divine. Before I move on to the next segment of this podcast, I really wanna pause and allow us to bathe and marinate in all that was just affirmed. Allow yourself to sink into the truth of the divine, the truth of your divinity, 
feel how warm, safe, and dark it feels there. I say dark and not light because from darkness, all things are birthed. So when I think of a warm, safe, dark place, I think of the womb. And there's nothing more comforting than that what feels like home. We're gonna stay in this warm place, but I like to transition into a healing breathing exercise because I really feel like one of the core foundations to overcoming this old way of thinking is love. And <laughs> as cliche as some of y'all would wanna say that sounds, it's the motherfucking truth, let me tell you why. Love is just acceptance, complete and wholehearted acceptance of what is. When you accept what is and you walk in love, everything else falls into place. So what I want you guys to do is interlock your fingers, place it over your Anahata chakra, also known as your heart chakra, and we're gonna do this breathing exercise eight times, eight because it represents balance. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna breathe in through our nose and out through our mouth. We're going to breathe in love and forgiveness and breathe out any uncertainties we have, including guilt and shame. Since we are breathing out with our mouth, we are going to produce the ha tone, which is on the same frequency as 528 Hertz, which is the healing frequency. So our exhales are going to sound like this. <sighs> Let's get ready and place our hands over Anahata. Breathe in love and forgiveness. Breathe out doubt, guilt, and shame. <sighs> Breathe in love and forgiveness. Breathe out doubt, guilt, and shame. <sighs> Breathe in love and forgiveness. Breathe out doubt, guilt, and shame. <sighs> Breathe in love and forgiveness. Breathe out doubt, guilt, and shame. <sighs> Breathe in love and forgiveness. <sighs> Breathe out doubt, guilt, and shame. <sighs> Breathe in love and forgiveness. Breathe out doubt, guilt, and shame. <sighs> Breathe in love and forgiveness. Breathe out doubt, guilt, and shame. <sighs> Last one. Breathe in love and forgiveness. Breathe out doubt, guilt, and shame. <sighs> Thank you to all you divine beings who participated in that breathing exercise with me. I feel damn good. It's definitely one of my favorite frequencies is the healing frequency, which... Fun fact, laughter is also on that same frequency. And if y'all know me, y'all know I love to laugh because life is just so comical sometimes. It's like a big joke. But anyways, this next segment of the podcast, I want to talk about 
philosophies that I've learned and theories that I've adapted that have made the transitioning process so much easier for me when it comes to shedding the parts of me that no longer serve me, like doubting myself. So I want to start off by saying trust in yourself is so essential. And the thing about that is, you know, as within, so without, as above, so below. So however you feel about yourself inside is going to be a reflection of what you experience outside. And if you don't trust yourself, it's going to be very difficult for you to trust others and possibly difficult for others to trust you. The moment you start to trust yourself is the moment you by default trust the world. When I say world, I really mean universe, but it's like understanding that everything is happening in divine order. It's okay to not understand the order. You know, the universe works in mysterious ways. So for us to always logically know, you know, what's going on at all times, it isn't really plausible. I mentioned earlier about good and bad being subjective, but I want to go a little bit farther and say that there is really no such thing as good or bad unless we perceive it that way. Everything really is neutral. There's an old Chinese proverb that I'm really, really fond of. And I was going to read it to you, but I think I'm going to let my nigga Alan Watts take the flow and have him be my feature guest on this podcast. I've been listening to Alan Watts for years. He isn't the one that created this proverb, but he said it in one of his lectures. And now I'm honoring him by reading it in one of mine. So without further ado, everybody welcome Alan Watts. Once upon a time, there was a Chinese farmer who uh, lost a horse, ran away. And all the neighbors came around that evening and said, that's too bad. And he said, maybe. The next day the horse came back and brought seven wild horses with it. And all the neighbors came around and said, why, that's great, isn't it? And he said, maybe. The next day, his son was attempting to tame one of these horses and was riding it and was thrown and broke his leg. And all the neighbors came around in the evening and said, well, that's too bad, isn't it? And the farmer said, maybe. And the next day, the conscription officers came around looking for people for the army, and they rejected his son because he had a broken leg. And all the neighbors came around that evening and said, isn't that wonderful? And he said, maybe. <laughs> the whole process of nature is an integrated process of immense complexity. And it is really impossible to tell whether anything that happens in it is good or bad. Because you never know what will be the consequences of a misfortune. Or you never know what will be the consequences of good fortune. 
Thank you so much, my nigga Alan Watts, for sliding through and tuning out and tapping in with your girl Leah Marie. I appreciate it. You's a motherfucking legend. Um, bitch, yeah, y'all. It's so interesting because I heard this Chinese proverb after I had already like came to the conclusion that like being neutral was the missing piece of the puzzle in figuring out how to be grateful for not just the good in our life, but also the bad, quote unquote bad, you know? And it's like, once you had that missing puzzle piece, it unlocked the everlasting joy that is waiting for all of us when we can really learn to accept everything as just being in divine order and what it is without labeling it, without making it good or bad. It's almost like we have this strange sense of wanting to control everything and wanting things to be how we want them. And when you release that expectation, that desire to control everything and to have everything figure out and embrace the fact that the universe works in very mysterious ways and that it's okay to not have everything figured out in that moment, to not know what the next move is, to not know why something happened. The unknown, as frightening as it can seem, can also be viewed from the perspective of new possibilities and new beginnings and your wildest imaginations, you know? Like, there's so many different ways to look at the unknown without having to label it as good or bad. Because, like Alan said, we really don't know. There's no real way to determine that. There's a way to convince ourselves that we know based on our feelings that we're feeling, but we have to remember that just because something feels bad doesn't mean it's bad for you. You know, you think about the fact that darkness and what we perceive as bad or negative, the outcome and the value that it adds to our life. Like, we wouldn't be the amazing people we are today without these experiences that really grew us. You know the saying, like, what don't kill you make you stronger. Like, it's that vibe. Like, these experiences are necessary to go through in order to learn the necessary lessons that we came here to learn. And it doesn't always feel good, these lessons. But think about it in terms of like a tattoo. And if y'all know me, I know I'm tatted up. So I love this analogy, but it's like when you get a tattoo, it hurts. And once it's done and it's healed, even though you went through all that pain, you sat for two hours in that chair getting mutilated. You're left with something that's so beautiful, so unique to you, so amazing, so memorable. Is that a word? I don't know. But you're left with something that's like, you know, like you can't replace. You know, you have like such a beautiful scar that tells a beautiful story and it's just interesting how that whole, like, don't judge a book by its cover is the same thing in this situation. Like, the universe is constantly blessing us with different types of value. 
And because the gifts that we're receiving from the universe are wrapped in the most ugliest packaging, we somehow blind ourselves to what's really going on, what's really good, what's really popping, you know? Like, we are always constantly, divinely protected. And every experience we go through is necessary. And it doesn't have to be a good thing and it doesn't have to be a punishment. It really depends on how you want to look at it. And just (laughs) from me to you to save you the trouble of having to create all these stories in your head about what a situation is or what a person is and all of that, you know, just stay neutral. Just know that everything is as it is. Then when you get to that point and you embrace both sides and you start to understand that the perceived negative and bad actually holds so much positivity to it, if we're going to label things, right, you follow me, then it's your choice to choose what charge you're giving it. And if you take a neutral charge, and if we're talking physics, neutrons, and protons weigh exactly the same, they're pretty much almost identical in weight. And I just feel like being neutral is being positive. It is a positive experience because everything is in divine order. And also remember that even when you think you don't know, when you think you don't have the answer, you do. The answer is always found within. And we tell ourselves these narratives and these stories to convince ourselves otherwise. But that goes back to doubting yourself and disrespecting the divine. And it's like, we don't do that here no more. We are growing and evolving past these layers that no longer serve us. We are tapping into our divinity and standing ever so firmly in our sovereignty. So next time you hear that stupid ass voice in your head that tries to tell you, you should have done this or you shouldn't have done that, make sure you tell that mother sucker to sit on your finger. Notice how in that moment of you recognizing that voice and being a witness to it instead of identifying with it. You have taken your power back and you are standing in your sovereignty and you are a divine being. All right, y'all. So... That would be the end of this podcast. If you have any questions, comments, and concerns, please reach out to me on my Instagram at mindful underscore alignment. That's mindful with three I's. M-I-I-I-N-D-F-U-L underscore A-L-I-G-N-M-E-N-T. Also, I don't know if y'all know, but where my podcast is originally hosted, Anchor.fm, you can send me questions that I can play in my next podcast and answer them for you so we can kind of engage a little bit more and make this more of a, like, I talk to you, you talk to me back. Because, like, on episodes when I don't have anybody 
to talk to besides myself. You know what I'm saying? It'd be getting a little lonely. So I'm like, y'all can submit some questions, you know what I'm saying? And we can get it popping up in here. So speaking of getting it popping, before I forget, I want to let you all know that I offer intuitive guidance on a donation-based pay scale. And my actual title is a self-activation guide. And what I'm here to do is basically activate the parts within you that already exist that you have forgotten. And I don't consider myself a guru. I don't consider myself a coach. I literally consider myself as a mirror. And while everybody is reflections, I am one of those mirrors that really show you things and empower you with the things that I show you because I don't want this to be a customer-based relationship. I want it to be a real healing situation in the sense where you probably won't even need to work with me for that long because I want you to become dependent of me to where you don't start placing me on no pedestal. I'm never going to allow you to place me on no pedestal. And I'm going to always remind you that anything that you feel like you learned from me is actually from you. Like, I'm not telling you nothing you don't know. I'm literally just reminding you. I'm here to help y'all tap in. So y'all can find that link in my bio. I offer free consultations. And I also offer a bunch of different services on there. So you can find that at linktree.com slash Leah hyphen Marie. That's L-E-H-A hyphen M-A-R-I-E. Thank you guys so much for tuning out and tapping in with your girl. I truly appreciate each and every last one of you guys. And I look forward to tapping in with y'all on the next one. Holla. I love you.